Hey, podcast people, you just made my day. Hey, how you doing out there, folks? This is Made My Day, and I am your host. My name is James Kennison. This is episode 19, brought to you the week of June 14th, 2014, and I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast that celebrates the little tiny wonderful things in life. I am a recovering depression person, anxiety, bipolar, the whole thing. And so I like to make these little recordings every week to help me to find the wonderful things in every single day, at least one. And so let's get started. Jason Gilman, one of our listeners, he helped me out with my first MMD of the week. And that was just after I posted last week's episode. He was the one that told me, Hey, there's something wrong with a file. It's corrupted. It's only playing the first two seconds. Then it's crazy. And apparently something had happened during the upload and I had checked it and it seemed fine, but it wasn't. So Jason, thank you so much for making my day and helping me to just quickly get that thing up there so that folks could download last week's episode. Thanks, Jason. You made my day. Um, I also enjoyed adding, I don't know, like 15 to 30 people. I kid you not. A ton of folks to the Nobody's Listening Facebook group. I do a show called Nobody's Listening. It's a clean comedy, funny story podcast. Me and my co-host, John Steinklobber, tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. It's been going on since 2006, and I enjoy it quite a bit. And uh, we we put a, a Facebook group up on Facebook. It's at uh, facebook.com slash groups slash NLcast. And a ton of folks have jumped in there. I'm sure folks from this show, folks from Nobody's Listening, folks from other shows that, that we're doing or plan to do. And it's just been a blast. We did a question of the week this week. The question was, if your feet had superpowers, what would it be? What would they be? And we had well over 45 to 48 to 50 responses just on that one question alone. Folks are, are uh, signing up, posting who they are, what they do online, uh, you know, whether it's a blog or, a, or whatever. And it's really fun. Some folks are like, hey, I don't do anything online. I just read other people's stuff. And that's fine, too. It's a lot of fun. It's very good because years back, Nobody's listening had a message board, a, um, a bulletin board, a, a news group thing, and uh, the forums. And it was a lot of fun. And I got to connect with a lot of listeners in a way that I don't really get to connect with, li- with listeners these days. It was just a way to get to know folks. I don't know. It was really cool. But the forums went away for different reasons. I think uh, – the time just shifted. I think forums are not the thing anymore. It was kind of like the thing seven years ago or whatever. And uh, I missed them. I missed them. A lot of folks did. And I've had a, I had a Facebook page for quite a while. And it's a fan page where people just kind of like it. And I post stuff. And every now and then it ends up in their feed. So they get to hear it and see it. But the group is different. It's a way for us to interact. Everybody can post and and repost and (laughs) comment and things like that. And it's really bringing back that old feel again. And I, I love that. 
I loved it. I missed it. And it's glad to be back. Or I'm glad it's back. Uh, let's see another one here. My son, the same one that was so scared to swim, the same one that had a horrible, horrible fit uh, the first time he swam at his first, uh, what do they call it, meet, swim meet. This same kid has an amazing backstroke. A kid that has to stop every few seconds and, and breathe when he does a breath breaststroke or whatever, or freestyle. He, uh, he, when he's swimming on his back, man, he's gold. And, uh, it was really cool to see that, see him not stop, see him go super fast, see him go without any kind of trepidation. That was really cool. Um, a listener named Peter, Yu, he sent us, uh, me and John, apparently some Jamba juice bracelets they're, you know, they're, they're like the live strong ones, you know, from a few years back to orange, they got some writing on them. And he sent us, uh, he sent us those and some stickers, uh, window stickers, stickers that you would like, you know, hardcore ones, uh, vinyl cut is what I would call them, kind that you would put on a window of a car or on a on a laptop. And there was enough for everybody in my family to get one of each, and I passed them out. My kids absolutely loved them. And when I unveiled the stickers, not only is were the stickers and the bracelets an MMD from Peter. Uh, my son's response was a, was definitely very funny to me anyway. He, he, he looks at it and I tell him what it's for. I'm like, you know, this is, this is uh, for car windows. This is like the one that daddy has on the back of his car of Buzz Lightyear. And he's like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, it lasts a long time. Cause that sticker on the back of my car is, is older than both of you put together. And he's like, wow. Okay. And he hands it back to me real quick. Uh, Cause I, I told him, I said, uh, Peter said that the guys at his job put them on their laptops and he hands it back to me real quick. And he says, okay, I want you to hold on to this um, because I need to wait until I have a device. <laughs> and he is, uh, he is six <laughs> and he, he wants, uh, he, he does not have a device. He does not have a device. I just love that phrase <laughs> coming out of his mouth. So it made my day. Um, there's a new Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. Some people would say it's a Toy Story movie, but since Buzz is in it, it's a Buzz Lightyear movie. Because I am a Buzz fan. I'm a Buzz collector. been collecting since 1996. I have gobs and gobs of stuff. And um, I know they've been doing Toy Story shorts, and I've watched all of them. I've enjoyed them. Uh, the Hawaiian you know, vacation one that they did for Ken and Barbie, and then... Um, there's another one where there's the mini buzz, small fry, I believe it's called. I even own a very rare collectible of small fry that I had to pay a God awful amount of money for. And it even comes in a tiny little, uh, happy meal box, like in the movie. But, uh, this new one's called toy story of terror and it's a direct to Blu-ray movie, but I, I saw the previews and it looks really funny um, it doesn't look really scary, but it it seems to play uh, or parody that side of the road hotel Bates Hotel type thing. And um, there's a character called Combat Carl that is featured quite a bit. And if if you're a Toy Story fan, you'll remember that he was referenced uh, in Toy Story One. And um, or no, yes, 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 he was one of the toys that were blown up. 
the first one actually that we saw that got blown up by uh, Sid Villain in the backyard. Uh, he had a you know an M80 or something stuck to his back. So new Buzz Lightyear movie, Toy Story of Terror. Looking forward to it. We'll own it. We'll watch it. We'll enjoy it and love it. So, um, my wife made my day the other day. Uh, I think I've mentioned how I I fixed the kitchen um, stove. You know this nineteen seventy eight stove that any you know anybody in their right mind would just spend the money and buy a new one. Well, we don't like spending money. We don't like going you know these sudden kinds of things. And if we could fix it, we we will. And we did. And I fixed it for like thirty six bucks or twenty bucks or something like that. It just needed a new uh, pilot light uh, starter you know, thing or whatever. Uh, so I probably saved us, you know, five to 700 bucks. And then my car, uh, window motor went out the other day and most folks would just take that and get it fixed. I got online, bought a new motor housing unit thing, whatever. And, uh, looked up a how to video and I fixed my, you know, window myself. And that probably saved between, you know, three to 500 bucks. And so all that to say, my wife just, she was in the car, she had her hand on the armrest and, and she was just amazed that that it looked just like it did before. It doesn't look, it didn't look like some guy got in there and worked on it like me and, and kind of halfway put it back together. It's exactly in the same shape it was before she was amazed. And my primary love language, I would have to say is, is verbal, you know, verbal praise or verbal, whatever they call it. And so her going on and and just suddenly just saying, look, you probably saved our family like a thousand bucks between fixing the stove and the window in this car. And uh, I was like, yes, I did. And, um, but it was really nice to hear. And uh, she's allowed to say that and repeat that as many times as she wants. Um, another thing that I did this week that was really great is I wa- I listened to some of the old Jenna casts with my kids. Jenna casts were before the podcast that I did with my daughter called podcast kid. These were little tiny, you know, 19 to 25 minute episodes that I would actually put in the geek loves nerd feed, which was a show I did with my wife. All of these shows are available at nlcast.com, by the way, archived and waiting for you just as good as the day they were recorded. But Jenna casts were just, like I said, put in in between regular episodes of Geek Loves Nerd. And they started when my daughter was two weeks from being three or one week from being three. So it's crazy how young she was. I've got a few um, I got a few clips I'd like to share with you. Some of the better ones. My, my kids were in here. We were listening to them. And um, and here's some of my favorites. All right. This one I asked her. What instrument she'd like to play? What instruments do you want to play? Um, drum and piano. Yeah, anything else? Um, a uh, harp. A harp. Why do you want to play a harp? Because I want to um do tickle the strings. <laughs> uh, still funny. <laughs> Where did you hear about that? Here. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
where did you hear about tickling the strings? Mm, from Lil Einstein. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she was about four uh, when that one took place. That's actually the very last Genocast, which I think is Genocast 8. And uh, I love that. I love that quite a bit. <laughs> it just was a very unexpected answer because I want to tickle the strings. And, and I, I had a feeling that she had not hurt, made that up herself. And sure enough, little Einstein's was to blame. Um, here is a little clip. I, I want to say she was uh, three or four in this one too. Maybe, maybe three and a half. And this was actually at the end of an episode. It was a, it was a false start. And uh, but there's still this really classic clip in there because she wants to talk about cats. And so I had introduced the show. I had said hi. Here's Jenna. And before she said anything else, it was this. I want to talk about cats. <laughs> you do, huh? Yeah. Okay, tell me about them. Um, they can you can um you can pet them. Uh huh. And give them food. Yeah. And um. And you can um, walk with them. Yeah. And you can play games with them. Cats are pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Now, do you have a cat? Uh, no. Oh. Do you have a cat? <laughs> and that's it right there. I like she doesn't live with me. <laughs> Uh, if you listen to the whole clip, I, I say no. And she goes, does mommy have a cat? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. We we just keep them hidden from you guys. You know, it's the way we do things. One of the other things that I did regularly on the, on the show, before it turned into Podcast Kid, back when it was just me wanting to share things or, or just record things for posterity, uh, I used to ask her to say some of the words that she would say. You know how kids are. They have just specific ways they say their words and it's never it never translates when you try to tell other people how cute it is because it just because you say it it sounds like a grown-up being a moron so i uh i pulled some of those um and i want to share them with you so here's some here's some interesting words i had forgotten completely about till i listened to this so here we go let's go through some words and stuff all right uh, let me ask you this. When we go to the store and we get, we, we check something out, who is the lady behind the counter that checks us out? The check linester. What, who, what's her name? Say it real loud. Check linester. Check linester. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, if you're really, really happy about something, what's another word for that? Frilled. Frilled. Exactly. That's exactly right. And if something is just stupid, weird, dumb... What's another word for that? You, uh, you've been saying that one a lot. It starts with an R. Ridiculous. Yes, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. And if Dunder smells bad, what what do you say about that sometimes? You are ridiculous. No. <laughs> you say he smells um, uh, um poopy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you do say that too. Uh, I can't remember. You you say it's uh, hypnotic. What? Don't make up words. Uh, Uh, It's not ridiculous. You say uh, it's. 
disgusting. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. It's disgusting. That's right. I just got to get this stuff down so one day when you're older, we can go back and, and listen to these things. You should have seen Jenna's face. She's nine years old. We were watching this, and then you hear me say, I got to record this so one day we can go back and listen to these things. And uh, her face just lit up. She looked up at me. It was cla- It was classic. It was awesome. So definitely not only hearing the things, remembering the things, the facts that I thought way back to thought enough to go ahead and record them. You know, I, I, I hope I don't come off like I'm bragging. I don't have very high self-esteem here. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the point of the show is to not only see wonderful things in life, but also see the things in me that were, that were worth saving. Because when you go through depression, you know, you either, you, sometimes you get suicidal. Uh, in my case, I just got to where I didn't want to be, I wish I'd never been born. You know, I, I got on that end of the spectrum where I just wish I wasn't. And I did believe in some respects that my family would be better off without me. Um, and, and so I understand a lot of, a lot of the way folks feel um, that I didn't understand before. But when I hear stuff like this, it helps me remember and it makes me very grateful that I didn't listen to those voices, those negative things, those lies. Because you know what? Along with the bad, there's a lot of good. And there's a lot more good than bad. And I can say that even with the low self-esteem that my kids, for the most part, enjoy me and think I'm awesome. And uh, like I said, there's a lot more smiles than there are frowns. There's a lot more that I bring to the table. And even my year of just being completely unavailable uh, and, and just, you know, not playing with them, not being able to joke around and all that kind of stuff, uh, that kind of stuff was forgotten the moment I was able to do it again. And uh, I'm so glad that I didn't have a permanent solution for what turned out to be a temporary problem. And maybe you're out there and you're depressed or you're going through something. And you know what? It always seems like it's going to be forever. And I'm going to tell you, I, I would, if, if, if tomorrow, I just all of a sudden just went down and into depression and it was just horrible and my meds quit working. I would lay in bed and I would think the same thing. I would think this may last forever. This is hopeless. This is horrible. I would, I would probably be more distraught now than I would be back then because I've come so far, you know, to fall so far back. Maybe some of you guys have been through that even. But wherever you're at, just want to let you know, it is temporary. It is. And so don't ever, ever in anything, in any realm, not even just, you know, mental stuff. Don't ever uh, have a permanent solution for a temporary problem. I even did that at work when I was in children's church. People would come to me on a Sunday all upset about something that happened out in the check-ins system something like that. And, and they had this thing they wanted to change policy they wanted to make. And I'm like, that's, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> if it happens two or three times. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out, but we're never going to have a 
permanent solution for, for a temporary problem. So that applies everywhere. Um, my son, I, I, my old boy, he, he's, uh, he's a good kid. I love him a lot. I do. And I'm not going to put a butt in there. I'm going to say, and my son is also the opposite of his sister, where she is fearless and jumps in where angels fear to tread, which has its own set of negatives. Uh, Jay is very cautious and careful and downright can be very scared to, to try anything new. And uh, I think I've talked on this show about our trip uh, to Castaway Key and the Disney you know, thing and how we tried uh, snorkeling and how he wasn't having any of it. And he tried, he tried it, but it just wouldn't work out. Well, my wife took them to Typhoon Lagoon, which is a Disney park, um, water park there in Orlando. And they have a small swim through experience where uh, you put on goggles and stuff and you do a little snorkeling. And uh, one of the things that makes it unique is not only is it decorated and all that, and there's all these fish, but they also have sharks in there. Now, <laughs> they're tiger sharks and nurse sharks. And apparently these sharks do not bite or even come near to humans. They, they stay at the bottom. But my son just saw sharks. And he was freaking out as they were going through this thing. He wasn't having none of it. So, my, so he's crying. He's freaking out. My wife is like, he's, he's choking down water. We got to get him you know, out of here. So she swims over to this area this little platform and she slides him up on there and, and she said it's real slippery and slick and he starts freaking out even more now that he's up out of the water. And, um, it took her all the way till this entire thing was over when she had, you know, gotten told she wasn't supposed to be on this thing. And she pulls him back out of the water and hurries up and takes him to the other side and then gets to go through again. They did let her go through. It took her all that to find out that he thought, Matter of fact, he told me in his own words that night when we were doing prayers, he says, I thought, because he saw stingrays, he saw sharks, and then he gets pulled up on this slippery thing. He said, I thought I was on a creature. I thought I was on a beast. <laughs> and so that's why he was flipping out is because he thought he was on a giant stingray. And his mom had taken him <laughs> from the frying pan into the fire. So love that. Love uh, <laughs> My son's uh, goofiness there, I guess. So uh, let's see. Oh, man, the other day, this is awesome. This is a unique man thing, I think. And uh, men, it's hard It's hard to describe. It's very hard to describe because men, when we look at women, we kind of do, I guess, what you women do. We size them up, kind of like in a flash, immediately. I think it's natural and normal. And I think men, you know, can take it to lustful ends. But, you know, when you see somebody and they're attractive, you're like, think attractive. Okay. And then what you decide to do after that decides, I think, whether you're being, you know, uh, self-destructive or, or, or not. But what, uh, what I did the other day is I see this lady and just blink in an instant said, Ooh, hot, you know, attractive, my type. And uh, I look away like you do. But then I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There, her hair was curly just this one way. So I looked back against my better judgment, and lo and behold, it was Jan, my wife. And I, that has happened maybe five times in, in the last, you know, whatever years that we've been married. And I've appreciated every time because it's amazing 
Because what it does is it shows you that you're not just, I don't know, you haven't just gotten used to her. You actually still have the hots for her. And you know, like you did back when you were dating, the thing that originally at first, the first little sizing up that you ever did, you know, as surfaces as uh, looks are, they are the thing, you know, that starts the, the motor running. And um, it was neat to have that experience again, because you do, you, you, you look at each other, married folks, and you, you're used to what you see, but it was really cool to see her for just a second as someone I'd never seen before. And she was hot. So that's awesome. I don't know if I explained it right. It's a hard thing to explain, but there you go. Um, I walked four times around the block this past week uh, with very, very little shin pain. And that was so awesome. It was so amazing. And uh, it, it has not happened again. I've, I've twice since then. I've only been able to go around twice and then once. Uh, but uh, on one of them, I ran for a little bit of it. So I've just got this shin splint thing, and, and apparently it's getting better. But um, when it when it gets better, I'm apparently overdoing it and then have to wait for it to heal up again. So my point is I am uh, I'm trying to use my weight to help me lose weight. And so far, it's working. I told you about the standing desk. I've told you uh, about how I'm drinking more water and how I'm walking and actually tried to run. But shin splints, pain, you know, uh, kept me from, from, from doing that. So I started walking and even then having problems. And now it's getting better and better. I'm actually able to make it around the block a few times. It's been great. And as of right now, I, I, I think I shared the time that I had lost seven pounds by accident I think I'm at uh, 12, 12 pounds now that I've just lost just uh, just on accident. Haven't changed the way I've eaten at all. Um, just drinking water, standing, you know, uh, 10 to 16 hours a day at my desk, standing now, you know, in, in, in during podcasting, and then also uh, walking. So it's been good. I'm walking and listening to Film Sack. It's a great show. Great thing. Um, I settled on my son's podcast name. Uh, you may not have known this, but I'm going to do a podcast with my son. I do. A sh- I did a show with my daughter when she was young, so I want to do one with him. And I asked him what he wanted to do one on, and he says, I want to do one on fun stuff. And I started thinking about that because at first I, I blew it off. I'm like, of course you do. But then I started thinking, what if we did a show that was a celebration of everything that is amazing about being a kid? the stuff that adults look back on and you'd make a list of things. I'm talking about stuff like getting a trophy, haircuts, flying a kite for the first time or a third time or fifth time. You know, you pretty much as a kid, remember every time you ever flew a kite swimming during the summer, how hungry you get after it, after you swim all day, those kinds of things. I've got a list of over 60 things that Jay and I are going to do. We're going to do a topical thing where we talk about one of those things and I share my thoughts and he shares his memories and stuff. And then we'll go through and the rest of the show is basically an, I made my day for him. So I'm helping him every day to write down at least one thing that was awesome about that day. And so we'll go through those. And of course, we'll invite listeners to submit their stuff too. But the whole thing is, I, I was like, okay, can we go a step more? Can, is, can it be just more than just about 
um, you know, the fun stuff. Cause that could quickly come across like, like bragging or whatever. And, uh, so I decided that what we were going to do is we were going to like MMD, um, going to do it on gratefulness. The whole thing is what are we grateful for? What are we thankful for this week? What are the best things about being a child? What are we most happy happened to us? And so I settled on the name after much, many, much, um, tries, uh, grateful kid. Uh, the grateful kid podcast is coming soon. I got the artwork done. I'm working on the music. I want to have a theme song that can, the kids can sing along with. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to take a little bit of work. So, uh, that's an awesome thing. Um, I made Jay's day. He, he went, uh, with his mom to a, uh, friend's garage sale and he got a Nerf gun and, uh, he was there all day and man, he was worn out. He played hard. You know, how kids are, they get kind of weepy. He comes walking out after his shower and he's just crying. I'm like, why do you oh, really want him to show you the gun? And I'm like, oh man, oh man, oh man. So I don't know. I thought of it, you know, this is, this is made my day for him. This is the MMD I did for him. I got on Google images and I typed in Nerf gun and I scrolled down and I had a feeling cause he described it a little bit and I clicked on the image and boom, there it was. And I said, is that it? <clears throat> he says, yep. And he stops crying. He's happy. Cause he gets, he, that's all he wanted to do was show me how awesome it was. So I bragged on a little bit and, um, and he, and it made it brighten him up. You know, dads, sometimes all we want is for our son to stop crying. And most of the time, they just need to stop crying. But uh, he was he was tired. He was sleepy. I understand that. I've been there. We, you know, we, we adults get crabby, too. But mostly what I saw past the tears and through the tears was a desire to connect with me and, and to uh, have give me something to be proud of him for, you know? And uh, so we still got to simulate that through Google Images. So that worked out. Um, my wife watched World War Z with me, and she really liked it. The one with Brad Pitt, the one that tricked everybody into watching a zombie movie. It's, uh, you know, for hardcore zombie movie fans, it's not the greatest thing in the world because they definitely took some liberties, almost the same kind of liberties that, that uh, Twilight took with you know, vampires. But it's good. It's a good story. And, um, and I, I've seen it three times now and, uh, it makes a little more sense the, the reason they went the way they went, but it's good. It's definitely a censored type movie, meaning there's a lot of biting and stuff, but, uh, there's nobody eating anybody. <laughs> and a lot of times it's off camera. It's just, uh, insinuated the things that happen. So very good and very fun and uh, more to come, more to come. Cause ever since my wife started watching, uh, Walking Dead, it opened up a whole new wonderful genre. Um, let's see. Oh, 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 here, here's the big one. Here's the big one. I celebrated on Saturday, no, Sunday, I celebrated 18 years of marriage with my wife at uh, BD's M- Mongolian Barbecue after we finally found it. We had to go all the way to Old Samar, which is like 40 minutes away. And uh, we barely, barely found it. Why, why that place, James? Well, uh, it was it was one of our favorite places in Kansas City. We used to go all the time, and uh, we missed it. And we didn't want to eat at all the places we've eaten at, so we went to somewhere that uh, that we'd you know eaten at in the past. And it was great. And after it was over, we sat and had coffee at uh, at the Bucks, and uh, talked, and and just didn't want to go home. And it was a good time. 
And uh, the only thing that would have made it better is if we'd gotten home in time to have some uh, some yogurtology. Here's some MMDs from you. Bree says this. Uh, she said this on Twitter. One credit card down, a dozen more to go. We will be debt-free one day. MMD, she, that's the way she marked it. So congratulations, Bree, on getting that one card down. And I'm sorry you got so many to go. I mean, a lot of folks do. Get that junk paid off and you will feel free. It is awesome. Isaac says, James is going to read a super awkward story I wrote years ago on Nobody's Listening Tonight. And so I have this thing I do when I pick people's stories. I email them and let them know. I'll be reading their stuff on the show that night. And he immediately took Twitter and uh, talked about it. So that's awesome. Thanks, Isaac. Made my day too, bud. Um, Tag your tweets. Or Facebook statuses with MMDCast, hashtag MMDCAST, and I will find them automatically and read them right here during this time. Um, I also want to take a moment right before we close out to ask you to consider supporting the show on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash MMDCast. And uh, just a dollar a show. You know, If you can do more, if you have to do less, that is fine. I would just appreciate your support. This is the closest thing to a job that I have trying to make this full-time gig. And so your support definitely helps in more ways than one. Guys, that's it for today. What has made your day recently? What has meant something special to you? Because I want to share your little tiny wonderful moments with everyone who listens. So please consider it and do it. Email your moments to mmdcast at gmail.com. Those in three or four sentences have the best chance, but you can go more than that. I don't care. Visit us online at mmdcast.com. Follow us at Twitter at NLCast or at uh, mmdcast for that matter. It has its own deal. Like Make My Day podcast on Facebook and uh, leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us or wherever you found us. That would be awesome. And consider sponsoring an episode we would appreciate it at patreon.com slash mmdcast. Here's hoping, that, here's hoping that every day you'll find something that makes your day. Take care. God bless. God bless.